you know, I want to keep this bit going as long as I can, actually, Richie, because I, I know that. Uh, hi, everyone, by the way. I know that the longer you're chat, chatting here, sat, chatting, because it's the end of the show now. We're recording yeah. this after the show's finished. Uh, you can't go and start making your pizza, and you're, you're probably thinking about this pizza. Imagine if you're imagining me chatting now. It's like a cartoon where I, my head's turned into a pizza, but with eyes and a moving mouth. So we can uh, think of. Yeah, it, a very, very good thought. Uh, but if that were the case, then it would mean I would be able to eat your head, which would mean you'd then be dead, and then I can oh. leave and go downstairs and make the pizza. I hadn't made that uh, connection in my mind, and that is that scared me somewhat. And there's a lot of people listening to this right now who aren't aware of the content of the show and are thinking to themselves, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> uh, all is now about to be unveiled. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I've been doing a little catch-up each day with uh, some Absolute Radio listeners for Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, cheers if you've come on board for a bit of a chat. It's like a virtual cuppa with 10 to 12 people over Zoom video chat. And, and I was doing one earlier on, and I was asking them today how they're keeping sane. And one of our listeners, Carol, has been getting well into jigsaws, which I think a lot of people have been embracing the jigsaw. It's had a second wind, the old jigsaw. Uh, since everyone's been in lockdown. But I'm always quite fascinated, I don't know about you, like the, the things that they pick to make jigsaws out of, the people who make jigsaws, they're not your average run-the-mill pictures, are they? For example, Carol's last two jigsaws, she's just completed one about lambing season, which is interesting. And then the one she's working on at the moment, I didn't even know this was a thing, she's currently halfway through building a jigsaw of Croydon Airport. Now, the transport enthusiast in me didn't even realise that was a thing at all. Me neither. Apparently, Croydon used to have an airport back in the day and it is no longer. It's been like built over or something like that now. But there was like a Croydon International Airport previously. Wow. But still, an unusual subject of all the things to, to do a jigsaw of. And I would say that overall, uh, jigsaw topics are quite weird, aren't they, really? So just wanted to put a bit of a call out there. This is a little survey. If you're doing a jigsaw at the moment, what is the most niche picture that you've built a jigsaw out of. Is it as weird as lambing season? <laughs> do you know what? I guess when you think about it, what do you want from a jigsaw? You want it to be hard. Um, yep. So lambing season, I guess that's, that is going to be just lots of creams and whites, isn't it? It's just going to be pictures of lambs, maybe a little bit of green chucked in there. So you're not going to have a variety of colours. And then once again, your Croydon Airport, I'm imagining is a lot of gunmetal grey and very, very old planes. Well, I'm not even sure it exists. It sounds like a mythical <laughs> thing to me, Croydon Airport. But but still, it works. It's made it into the into the realm of an actual... Because, you know, if you made it into the realm of a jigsaw, you kind of made it. If someone else is yeah. recreationally building a picture of you in their lounge, then that's, uh, that's high praise indeed. So, look, come on then. The most niche jigsaw thing that you've done or you might be doing right now as we speak... Uh, Andy Sharrett knows of it. He says, can I just say what an accessible airport Croydon Airport is? It's right next to the A23 before the Croydon traffic really starts. It's fabulous to get in and out of. Right, this is, let's stop this now. That's not an airport. I've never heard of Croydon Airport. More intel, please. Lisa, going down the route of niche jigsaw puzzles, says, what about this? How about a vintage... I'm building this. How about a vintage Kings Lynn Docks jigsaw, black and white, for the extra hardcore puzzler? Absolutely loving these jigsaw messages that are coming into the show. Cheers for getting involved and keeping them coming in. Uh, we're, we're celebrating jigsaws. A lot of people have been doing them to beat the lockdown and the boredom, etc. However, we want to try and find the most niche jigsaw 
uh, image in the United Kingdom. Like, who decides what picture gets made into a jigsaw? This is after Listener Carol's been in touch, and she's currently working on, uh, still something can't get her heads around, a jigsaw of Croydon Airport. Uh, a text has arrived on Croydon Airport. Further clarification, it is definitely still there, but it is a business centre now on Pearly Way. Wow, this is just amazing. And this is the brilliant thing about jigsaws. Each one of them tells a story. Uh, talking of niche, Amanda says, does a map of Ireland from 1599 count as niche? I think it does. <laughs> Spaghetti, just let that sink in, texts Catherine. Oh, about 15 minutes or uh, 14 with just a little drop of olive oil in the top as well. <laughs> uh, Gordon in Whitby says, I'm trying to do a 1,000-piece jigsaw of a box of chicks right now. Now, that is either birds farming things or someone a bit racy from the page three era gordon please clarify i don't reckon they turn the latter into jigsaws i'm not sure it's their community <laughs> uh, and then simon says i found an old lost puzzle as in the tv show didn't even have the picture on the box i had to remember what the numbers were that is amazing uh lee in edinburgh as well says he's currently doing a jigsaw of all the members of leonard skinnett that's quite weird <laughs> Uh, if you can beat that for a niche jigsaw, get involved. And we're going to speak to Emma Jones from the Daybreak Breakfast Show on the way in a minute, who I would say is the most notable puzzler in the Absolute Radio family. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So are you doing jigsaws at the moment? Um, if you are, what's the weirdest picture you've ever done on a jigsaw? This is started because, listen to Carol, uh, is currently working her way through doing a jigsaw about Croydon Airport, which we'd never heard of before and didn't know it was a thing. But some of the intel we've been getting on the show in the past five minutes about Croydon Airport is unbelievable. Richie, listen to this. Amy says, Croydon Airport was where my great-great-auntie, Amy Johnson also in brackets my name, took off to Australia on a plane named Jason. And my hubby is now called Jason. Who'd have thought? Amy Johnson, pioneering English pilot, the first woman to fly solo from London to Australia, according to Wikipedia. So what a wow. place in history. That's incredible. What an amazing great, great auntie to have there, Amy. Good on you. Speaking of amazing things, how about this for a jigsaw? Bush Ritchie, I'm currently doing the Disney film strip puzzle that has 40,320 pieces. I'm about halfway through. I, I would save that for being like in like a prison doing a stretch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's too many pieces. That's they too many pieces. I haven't confirmed that they're not, to be quite frank. Uh, if, Carol, yeah, if, if, they get you... a call, if you get one call for your day, just call the show and let us know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Carol near Newcastle says, I haven't done a jigsaw for years and I'm doing a very difficult 1,000 piece jigsaw of the British Empire right now. It improves your geography, but many places have changed their name and there are a lot of trade routes, great, great expanses of play, plain white and two narrow lines of border. It's very, very difficult. That's good. I needed you to clarify whether she was doing the British Empire, as in she's doing it at the moment, or the British Empire right now, which ain't a very big jigsaw, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, and then one last one here from Kelly that says, I'm currently doing a Columbo puzzle. Uh, there's no picture as the clue to solve the mystery of the image is in the attached book. So you've got to solve the thing like Choose Your Own Adventure in the Columbo book. That gives you the picture to then make the jigsaw. How good is that? I tell you what, this world's going backwards. That's brilliant. Uh, let's speak to somebody who is the most notable puzzler. Is that the kind of phrase for it? It's Emma Jones from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show who joins us live from a windswept park. Emma, how you doing? Yeah, I hope you can hear me okay. I'm on Tooting Common and it's very windy. Do you call yourself then puzzlers or, or jiggers? What is the term? 
Um, I would say puzzler is the term, um, and I just like to say that I uh, I've been doing this for a long time, long before everybody else jumped on the bandwagon at the beginning of lockdown. Um, I'm an original puzzler. <laughs> I saw that the rate of um, increase in people buying jigsaws is something like 350 percent up. It's crazy, honestly. They're like gold dust. You can't get them now for love nor money. How do they decide what picture gets made into a jigsaw? Because listener Carol, who this all started with, is doing one at the moment of Croydon Airport, which is a bit weird. (laughs) What what kind of stuff have you done? In terms of jigsaws you've done during lockdown, what images have you put together? Well, it's normally just whatever you can get hold of in uh, a charity shop. So probably (laughs) the weirdest one that I've done in lockdown was a big uh, kind of cartoon picture of Noah's Ark. Um, that that one was two thousand pieces. Um, wow! I, I, I think that's too big. I have to say, it took me about two weeks. Um, my friend's doing one at the moment, which is two pictures from Ground Force, the TV program. One puzzle is pre makeover, and the second puzzle is post makeover. Wow! Wow! That's pretty niche, isn't it? That is that's that very is, niche. That is unbelievable, isn't it? Fair play to you for getting it from a charity shop. Would anyone else be a bit worried that you ain't going to get the full constituent of uh, actual pieces in there if you're getting it from a charity shop? <laughs> this is something that has uh, it's been a big problem for me, actually. I, it seems that every puzzle I do has at least one piece missing. I'm cursed. No. Have you asked Stefan whether it's actually just a trick that he's playing? Yeah, people have started suggesting that he is stealing a piece out of the box. Wow. Do you know, I, I would love it if you found a load of uh, jigsaw pieces under Stefan's side of the bed. Like He's like a, a magpie or a jackdaw or something like that. And one it's, of the I would be mad. It's so infuriating when you get that far and you've got one yeah. piece missing. The one other thing I've noticed on Twitter, people have been getting involved with you in, in top of a fun argument, is when you jigsaw or puzzle, are you supposed to work from the outside in or start in the middle and go outwards? Which one do you do and why are you getting so much flack for it? Oh, look, don't get me started. It's because that Noah's Ark one, right, I started in the middle because all of the outside was a white border. It was all the same colour. And I thought, actually, with this one, it'd be easier to start with the bulk of the picture. But obviously, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. On a normal jigsaw puzzle, I would obviously start with the corners and the edges. <laughs> Still raw, isn't it? Still raw. that enough. Honestly, it's plaguing me. Uh, one final chance before we let you go Uh, obviously uh, back on uh, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show tomorrow morning Uh, time just to uh, kick the boot in if you wish Uh, which member of the team would you speculate might be the worst at jigsaws oh I think Dave Berry you know I don't think he's got the patience for it (laughs) Maybe that should be our next team challenge and he can he can lose. <laughs> Dave's chance to Love answer it. back tomorrow morning from six. Cheers, Emma. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Hi, Bush and Richie. I'm currently doing a 2,000-piece jigsaw of a sunset looking over the Cullen Mountains from a photo I took of my now girlfriend on our fourth date. We may not be together after the lockdown at the end of this all. Uh, I love how smooth that is, getting a photo of her made into a jigsaw. That's the old act of love, isn't it? It really is. Uh, Paul in Essex has a somewhat opposite one. Uh, he has uh, the puzzle of Winston Churchill's funeral cortege uh, arriving oh. at St Paul's Cathedral. 
Wow, I think that might be the most niche one we've had so far. That even beats lambing season from a bit earlier on. Uh, this text says, I just completed a 1,000-piece jigsaw of sweet memories of the 1980s. It was full of chocolate bars you could buy back in the 80s, says Ruth. Oh, that sounds good. That's making Ooh, me like hungry. Uh, and then bar. finally, do you remember Simon um, messaged earlier? He was doing a, a lost jigsaw puzzle, uh, as in the TV show. He'd even yeah. lost the front of the box, so couldn't quite see uh, what was meant to be going on. So it really was a lost one. David Milton Keynes has said 4, 8, 15, 16, 23 and 42 are the lost numbers if that previous texter needs them. Don't know why I still remember them. Well, you know what, right? When I saw that text, I thought that was one of those situations where someone is texting the wrong radio show because I fundamentally don't understand that. Well, are they the actual numbers from the TV series itself? They are indeed. And I think the more deeper you got into Lost, and I think the further you got into Lost, I think people fundamentally didn't understand the TV show either. Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, boy, I'm hungry today. Uh, this is because of what is, well, hopefully uh, soon to arrive and is going to happen in my house this evening. Uh, my wife has discovered uh, that uh, pizza pilgrims who do uh, pizzas in London uh, have uh, given people the chance to order out... Uh, pizzas. Now, obviously, this is not a uh, a new thing. Uh, however, uh, they're sending them out. As I understand, it's completely unmade. So I'm getting a ball of dough that I get to then make into a pizza myself. I get to put on all the uh, uh, the passata sauce myself. I get to put on the topics, my uh, the toppings myself, and then I get to cook it myself. So yes, it's a little bit different from maybe a conventional pizza delivery, but it's arriving in the post for me to cook at home tonight so they're doing all right out of it aren't they they might as well just send the flour and uh, a bit of milk and <laughs> eggs and stuff over as well you can just do the whole thing yourself in fact there's a couple of you can just walk down to a local supermarket and you're nearly there <laughs> no, it's a great idea you're, you're quite right but it really is one of the strangest things i've ever had delivered or expected to be delivered a completely unconstructed raw pizza i mean it's, it's not even a pizza yet it's just the ingredients for it it's got to be the strangest thing that's going to arrive through my front door do you know, although I think with the whole lockdown, people are obviously buying online left, right and centre and getting new hobbies at the same time, which is an interesting combination. Like my partner, Katie, has got well into gardening. So whenever the doorbell goes, it's always another weird package of like strange gardening stuff. Like we had seaweed uh, plant food. It's like Little Shop of Horrors uh, the other day. And then earlier on this morning, um, some I'll see if I can get this right. Potato seeds or seed potato. They're like little potatoes in a bag. Not the ones you stick in the microwave and have with the roast dinner, but you actually then yeah. plant them out in the back garden like little baby potato seeds or something. I did not know. I, do you know what? Uh, if, if you'd put me on Mastermind, I could not have told you how a potato's born. I, I wouldn't have known. No, this is the same with me. It, it blew my mind a little bit, but some of the weird stuff that you get under the radar, you know, partners buy stuff under the radar on uh, Amazon and yeah. uh, other specialist sites, then uh, stuff like yeah, seaweed, plant food and stuff like that is, is exactly a weird thing through the post. Can I just retract uh, the phrase, how a potato is born? Uh, the moment those words <laughs> fell out of my mouth, I've realised that that is... Um, <laughs> 
That is not. It sounds like a musical. <laughs> a, a potato is born. Uh, I'm gonna love the pizza that has literally just arrived. So oh, it's here. We, yes, it's, it's just arrived about two minutes ago. I'm so excited. So we want to hear from you this evening about the strangest things that you've had. And here's the key thing: delivered through the post. All right. This is not like a takeaway pizza I've had delivered. I've had a pizza delivered, which I've now got to make. All the raw ingredients have just turned up. Uh, it's got like little freezer bags either side of the pizza box and I've just opened it up and whereas normally you'd open up a pizza box and expect uh, to actually see your pizza ready to eat all the ingredients are in different little recyclable pots so there's some kind of like yeasty dough kind of thing there's flour there's cheese there's oil there's basil there's the passata uh, and I've got to make it all myself which which I, I cannot wait and I'm so hungry I'm conflicted about this. Palmy thinks what a brilliant thing to do together during the lockdown. It's like doing a bit of cooking and getting all the ingredients sent you. The other Palmy just thinks you're having to do all the hard work there, Richie. Yes, <laughs> yes, you know yes I, mean? I am. But do you not think sometimes when you eat something that you've actually made yourself, it have tastes you, even better? Have you seen my cooking? No, I definitely don't <laughs> think that. Hey, but we're getting some great stuff through about weird things that you lot have had in the post. Andre has just tweeted to say that this morning a new washing up bowl arrived for them in the post. What a fantastic, exciting <laughs> bit of lockdown news that is. Jonathan's is a bit more quirky. An archery bow and arrow that I uh, arrived, uh, that I ordered, arrived. Um, hang on, I'll start by now. An archery bow and arrow uh, that I ordered arrived due to a. Sorry, it's so badly written. No, it's one um, of those. I'll just say an archery bow and arrow, yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, Jonathan's is a, is, a, is a little bit more curious. An archery bow and arrow arriving through the post. I'm imagining that is in a very, very big and long parcel. Wow, that is amazing. Honestly, I used to, uh, they used to do archery classes on the field around the back of the flats I lived in in North London. Always go past them on the bus and I always thought, that does look good. I'd love to have a quiver. Wouldn't that be brilliant to have your own quiver? I wouldn't want to be posting it when they ask you at the desk in the post office, and what's inside this? Oh, it's just a bow and arrow. (laughs) I'm just here to claim my my hunting kit. All right, Rambo, get around the back of the queue. Uh, Kirsty says uh, she's just had some moustache wax arrive, and she's put in brackets, not for me, by the way. Thank you for the clarification, Kirsty. 8.12.15 for your text. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. The strangest things that you've had delivered. And I'm going to stick a picture up of this pizza up on our socials. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. There are many, many people working very hard right now and keeping going in uh, times of adversity. I want to give a quick, a quick heads up and a thank you to uh, to Royal Mail uh, because some of the stuff that we are hearing about this evening that you get delivered through the post or you've had through the post is astonishing. Uh, I've had my dinner arrive uh, that has been posted to me. It's uh, it's a raw pizza that I've got to make tonight. Uh, but some of the stuff that's coming in on our text and Twitter incredible uh, Tony says this morning he took a delivery of hedgehog milk which you'll be using a little bit later <laughs> only joking stop it stop only it only joking don't joking. don't do it just walk Elliot in Woking says Bush and Richie my wife had stick insects sent through the post and also also an African land snail wow I'm going to have to Google what one of them looks like. Yeah. Uh, live snails and crabs for our marine fish tank say Donna and Scott in Onger 
Uh, Bush and Richie, this is Danny from Liverpool. The strangest thing I've had through the post is a fermented sourdough starter. It gives the bread a sour, tangy taste, he adds. <laughs> and wow. stinks. Yes. My four-year-old daughter got a butterfly garden for her birthday, so we are waiting for our delivery of three to five caterpillars to arrive in the post. Uh, luckily, they will be in a pot with all the food they need. Then hopefully they will grow and turn into painted lady butterflies to release into the garden, says Kaylee. Uh, lovely, very poetic. I'd have loved it if her delivery got mixed up with your pizza. <laughs> love to see your face when you open that pot. Uh, and this is brilliant. This is absolutely fantastic. Darren in Binfield says, I've had a new letterbox posted through our current letterbox. What about Whoa. that? Wow. Whoa. It's like, oh, come uh, on. What's that film called? Uh, Inception. A letterbox <laughs> within a letterbox within a letterbox within a letterbox. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Going to be eating a pizza later that I would have made myself, but the strangest thing is it's been delivered through the post. All the raw ingredients and then I make it. Uh, what, is the cu- what is the most curious thing that you have had delivered through the door? Can we, can we book an update photo on Twitter later on, please, Richie, once this thing's been cooked, just to see what it looks like? You know me well. Uh, I will very smugly be doing that. You didn't even mean to. You didn't even need to make the booking. It looks like seven or eight science samples at the moment in different petri dishes. So I want to see how this one pans out, folks. Uh, Paul says he had twenty-four cans of Iron Brew Ultra delivered a little bit earlier on today, and he doesn't live anywhere near Scotland. <laughs> wow! I've had live corals delivered to my door in salt water for my marine aquarium, says uh, Wes. It appears to me that the aquariums account for a lot of the strange deliveries that we've had. Uh, Julia's thinking ahead. She's just had a camping toilet delivered on the assumption that campsites may reopen with the proviso. You have to bring your own facilities. <laughs> Smart that's thinking. A, that's a smart, smart thinking. It's definitely a strange delivery. Paul yeah. says, I, ha- I have queen bees posted to me. They come in a cage with half a dozen nurse bees and are sent in a no. jiffy bag. No way. You, don't, you cannot get bees in a jiffy bag. That's, well, how do they get them in there? How do they, well, they put a bit of honey in there and go, go on, you lot get in <laughs> Go there. on, in you go. Seal the end of it. No chance. Not a chance, mate. Take mention queuing up in the post office to post them off. Um, This is a weird one, right? This has been a show of clarifications, and this may uh, bring on some more. Kate, who's painting a fence in Northant, says, you used to be able to send children through the post with Royal Mail. Wish we could do that now, post them off to the grandparents. That can't be a thing, posting the kids. I mean, I don't mean literally in a parcel, but did the Royal Mail help you get your kids from A to B? I've never ever heard of that, and I, I can't never imagine it's. I can't imagine it's right anyway. It's mad. I tell you what, if, if the departure point was Croydon Airport, I think we've had the full circle going on this evening. <laughs> Sam in Doncaster says, "When I was at uni, my friend sent me her garlic crusts in the post, as we always used to share them. But she was on teaching practice elsewhere, <laughs> keeping up with the tradition." Uh, when I was drunk one evening, I ordered a top hat, says Sherry in Walthamstow. When I went to collect it from the post office, it was wrapped in brown paper in the shape of a top hat. Postman was just like, wonder what this is. 
That is the weirdest drunk purchase I think I've ever heard of in my entire life. Steven Sidcup, this is a, a, a little text a tinged with sadness, unfortunately. Last week, I had 12 fertilised chicken eggs delivered through the post from eBay. Two days later, my hen died. Oh, oh no. bless him. Oh, I don't really understand no. how it works. Uh, is this made me sound really thick. I don't really understand how the uh, whole egg thing works. Hey, earlier on, we couldn't understand how potatoes were born, so uh, I think we just move on, eh? Um, <laughs> That's Beck, Becky in Newport Pagnall says, the strangest thing we've had delivered is live roaches for my daughter's bearded dragon. Oh, no, not another one. <laughs> uh, and this, this is a lovely one. Uh, my, hi, my dad's ashes were posted by Royal Mail. He'd always wanted to travel, and because of his humble background, he went first class this time. Classy, I love it. Well done. Well done. Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Thank you so much to everyone who got involved last night in our Hometime Massive midweek virtual pub quiz that was done on Zoom chat. It was all in honour of Mental Health Awareness Week and it was brilliant to see 150 or so people to get together. It's lovely to see into 150 different lounges, isn't it? Yes. Call me nosy, but I kind of like seeing into people's houses. Well, I guess you're missing walking past people's lounge windows as you walk home from the train station. So uh, uh, going yeah. into all those different people's uh, <laughs> front rooms via Zoom last night, it's right up your street. But you were sat in the garden, so I didn't get to see your, you and Natalie's lounge. It was just sat in your garden. Do you know what? Yeah, and that, that kind of backfired a little bit because obviously it was, it, was, it was a full-on quiz and it was such fun. Really, really enjoyed it. But I didn't really bank about how uh, the sun still goes down and yeah. then it's dark. And by the end of that quiz, I, I think I, I, you, you must have barely been able to see me. Do you know what, though, right? I, I, the last time I sat out in the garden a few days ago into the evening, we had a couple of drinks, I got eaten alive by mosquitoes and, like, gnats and stuff like that as well. Did you get bitten? I was thinking, Richie, if he stays out much longer, he's going to get bitten. I was getting bitten, and I am a little bit worried that that might have impaired my performance in some of the later rounds. So just, <laughs> just ahead of getting the results, I would like to just remind you that I was getting bitten. And thank you for bringing that up. Uh, we've got uh, Quizmaster Jake on the way in a bit just to tell us how we got on in the, in the leaderboard. Maybe one of us has won it. Maybe we've come at the bottom. Who knows? But it was brilliant to take part. The, the stories in there, though, last night were great. There was, did you notice that the girl who was uh, joining in from Canada and her parents were in London and they were all on having like a family party, but via the video chat for the quiz? I did not realise that. I'm so slow sometimes. That's brilliant. But that's, that that's what last night was all about. Um, you know, as Bush says, it's, it's Mental Health Awareness Week and, and we were really trying to do something that just fostered a spirit of community last night. And I didn't realise that. That's fantastic. That's so cool. So thank you to everyone who got involved last night. A brilliant time and great to see all of your cheeky faces. But I believe we can head towards the moment of truth right now, can't we, Richie? Indeed, because we can speak to the face that uh, was chairing the whole thing. Our quiz master, our listener, Jake. How are you, Jake? Hello, guys. I'm on well. I'm very well. It felt like a bit of a night out that we all had yesterday, didn't it? It did exactly feel like that, which is a very rare sensation right it now. It was. Your quiz is fantastic. Thank you so Brilliant. much for, uh, for, for hosting it for the night. We all really enjoyed it. Uh, we do obviously have that, that one big question. So, uh, I think, uh, who, who was it that thought they were going to absolutely smash the quiz? Uh, that would have been me. 100% Richie. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, we had about 136 teams yesterday. That's amazing. And in Brilliant. and amongst that, one of you came 35th place. 
and the other came 98th place. <laughs> oh, he knows I how have. to build tension. A so there was suspicion. A, I know where, where I might come in this. A huge gap between the two of you, uh, but both did very well, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. So <laughs> winning between the two of you with 34 points in 35th place was Richie. Oh. Oh, uh, but oh, she did well. You got 25 points, um, oh. which put you in 98th place. Uh, but your producer, Adem, trounced you both with 36 points and came 22nd place. No one asked where he... No, we, the, 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 we didn't need to know that. That's really, <laughs> really... That's really tainted the moment, Jake. You didn't need to do that. Producer oh, Adem, Jake, producer Adem hasn't got a two-year-old who refuses to go to bed and was sat on my lap during the anagram phrase. <laughs> Are you saying they didn't help you out with the anagrams? She certainly didn't, and she wouldn't go to bed. I don't know what uh, go to hell to sleep is as an anagram, but I certainly had that later on in the evening. I just think Bush is a little bit bitter about the anagrams because they, they were his area, they were all ball games, and yeah. um, you did do too well. No, I didn't do very well at all. But, Jake, you, you were fantastic. It, what a lovely thing in terms of, uh, you know, obviously because of mental health awareness, to bring everyone together. You've got, you've got loads of good regulars on there. I would urge everyone to get involved with your quiz on a Wednesday night. You're always there on Wednesday evenings. Is that right? Uh, yeah, always there on Wednesday evenings. You can follow me on jakesnake156 on Instagram, and I'll be posting the Zoom codes there so you can get involved. That's great. Well, Jake, listen. thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks thanks so much for doing it. It was really fun. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. I'm just still coming to terms with my uh, relegation form in last night's uh, massive midweek virtual pub quiz. Richie, you look like in terms of you were knocking on the knocking on the door of the Europa League, I would say, with your positioning. <laughs> I think um, from memory, uh, I think Jake said there was around about 125 teams. Obviously, yeah. far more people than that, but team-wise, 125. Um, I did note down uh, I was 35th place. I think you were 98th place, give or take. Um, yes. uh, I would suggest if that was if that was a league table of twenty Premier League sides, it might put me maybe sort of uh, yeah pushing for a Europa League place. And yeah, I think you're probably quite right. You are you are nudging what the teams are we? Let's be what teams then? What team are you then in the pub quiz last night? You are who? Arsenal, sadly, <laughs> of course. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, well. <laughs> Probably Everton then. <laughs> no, Everton a bit higher than that at the moment. I'd say you're AFC Bournemouth. That's lovely. Thanks so much. Thank you. Like watching a match of the day, always get tonked in the end. <laughs> hey, look, one of the other surprise uh, things that we didn't get to talk about last night uh, was the surprise appearance uh, towards the end of the pub quiz of comedian Joe Lysett. It was fantastic. A friend of the show, of course, we've had him on Home Time before, mm. and uh, he was sat in front of a, a fantastic Frank Skinner uh, Absolute Radio backdrop that he'd made himself for uh, <laughs> doing the little quiz as well, which is great. What about yeah. that? The, the celebrities came out to play last night, didn't they, Richie? They did indeed. And uh, if you keep a, a lookout on Absolute Radio's uh, socials, on our Facebook and Twitter, uh, you may well be able to see a little video later of, uh, of when uh, Joe joined us uh, towards the end of the quiz. Uh, which uh, just added that little cherry on top to a good night of quizzing. So listen, thank you to everyone who got involved last night and make sure you give uh, Jake's pub quiz, as you mentioned earlier on, a try. It's on every Wednesday night. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. In the midst of what has been a busy show tonight, whether it be uh, jigsaws or uh, home-delivered pizzas or the uh, debacle that was uh, the performance of Bush Night in yesterday's quiz, uh, we haven't had the chance to thank you very much uh, for staying alert regarding everything that is going on with the problems uh, in the avian world right now and how the birds are mobilising for this attack that uh, uh, we've been uh, bringing you news about here on Home Time. That's right. Uh, We think an attack is imminent. They're taking an opportunity whilst we're on our knees and all trapped in the house pretty much because of lockdown. So if you see aggressive bird behaviour, do tell the incident desk that Richie and I are running 24 hours a day. We had a very insightful uh, warning email in from listener Mark. He says, Dear Bush and Richie, I've thought long and hard about worrying you further with the troubling behaviour of our feathered friends. But something happened yesterday that forces me to write to you. There I was having a quick lunchtime sandwich in the garden with my daughter when the tranquillity of Thames Ditton was disrupted by a cacophony of noise emanating from the trees around us. Imagine our surprise when a flock of starlings descended onto the lawn, not one or two, but 15 to 20. They then proceeded to march in unison like some North Korean military force towards the end of the garden. Before they could reach what I firmly believe was their intended destination, the cat disturbed them. But I believe they were headed to our gym. Now the gym has weights, kettlebells and cardio equipment. I can only assume that they were either on a boot camp thinking they could take over my gym to muscle up before the invasion or a wrecking crew with the sole aim of preventing myself and my family from preparing ourselves to defend our quiet Surrey village. I just want you guys to know we are now patrolling night and day, ready to defend our green and pleasant land, your listener and ally, Mark. Mark, you really are a brave soldier. Thank you very much for reporting that in so quickly and swiftly. Bush, I think you'll have to agree with me. That is chilling. Absolutely chilling. It really is end of day stuff. And I think I'm going to move us right the way up to DEFCON 1. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I'm actually still sat here because we're recording this still at the end of the show. I still haven't had that bloody pizza yet. <laughs> Go on then, you get yourself downstairs. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up from here. Cheers, Bush Bike. You've reached the end of the Home Time podcast. Yeah, Bush and Rishi have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow. <laughs>